1: Before we get started today, I want to give a shout-out to Daphne and Chick, who are regular listeners of the show. Daphne drew an awesome picture of a blizzard, which you can view on the website at kidstoriespodcast.com. Thank you for that drawing, and thanks Daphne and Chick for listening to the show. I want to mention before we continue our Mist Fairy Defender series here that I drew a map about today's story, and I posted it to the website. So you can visit the website to check out a drawing of Dredge's castle. Now on the last episode, the heroes had just blasted open the gate door to Dredge's castle courtyard. The place was eerily silent, and for a moment they wondered if they got lucky, and Dredge was away from his castle. But they were not lucky at all. Dredge was there, and he was angry. From deep within the castle, there was a rumbling. They could very clearly hear Dredge yelling in anger. "'Everyone, inside!' yelled Momo. "'Stay together!' The team of heroes rushed in through the blasted open door. The courtyard was wide open. There were some trees here and there, but mostly it was just empty lawn. They rushed forward, heading straight for the castle's main entrance, another smaller door that led into the main castle structure." The earth around the heroes rumbled. The ground began to shake. Huge creatures stood right up from the ground. It was almost like someone pressed a giant gingerbread man cookie cutter right into the ground, and the creatures just stood up, leaving huge human-shaped holes in the ground. Momo and the clown ninjas were the first to reach the door of the castle. Momo turned behind him to see the castle courtyard violently just turn into these huge beasts. Ben-Ben was behind him and yelled, Keep going, Momo! Don't stop! Ben-Ben and the others began slashing at the earth beasts and dodging their swinging arms. Tubes, Momo, and some clown ninjas plowed into the castle, shoving open the smaller wooden door. Inside the castle, it was old and musty. It was located right next to the ocean, so the inside was... "'Humid and damp. "'There wasn't much in the castle. "'No furniture, no large tapestries hanging from the walls, "'no suits of armor standing like statues. "'Nothing. "'It was clear Dredge lived here alone. "'Just him and his evil beast creations, "'and somewhere all the mist fairies that he'd stolen through the years. "'We need to check for a dungeon or a basement,' said Tubes, "'as she rushed into the big room.' "'Let's go!' The group ran straight through the main hall, peering down other hallways and in through doors as they ran by. Soon they reached a huge split staircase. One side led upstairs, and the other led downstairs. "'Tubes, you and a few ninjas head downstairs. Me and the rest will go up,' said Momo without stopping. They split up and continued rushing through the castle, Looking for Dredge and the captured fairies. Meanwhile, outside, the battle raged on. The Valley Town ninjas, a few clown ninjas, and the kids from the academy were doing their best to contain the large earth beasts. They weren't having much luck. There was no easy way to drop them, and they were massive, and they didn't get tired at all, they just kept coming. Around back, yelled Ben Ben. Follow me. Binbin ben had an idea. The castle was built right next to a cliff, and the cliff led directly straight down, a hundred feet or so, right into the ocean. The group ran to the rear of the castle, running toward the wall that bordered the cliff. The earth beasts lumbered after them. Somebody knock out that wall, yelled Ben Ben, hoping one of the clown ninjas had another one of those nifty exploding ducks. Luckily, they did. The clown ninjas had come prepared and were loaded with all kinds of cool gadgets. One of the ninjas squeezed her duck and it let out a little honk sound. Then she threw it at the wall and it landed on the ground right next to it. A second later, it exploded in a shattering of bricks and stones. The opening in the wall led right down to the ocean and the waves crashing against the cliffs. Suddenly, everyone else understood Ben-Ben's plan. He figured that maybe they could lure the beasts over to the gap in the wall and knock them down to the crashing waves below. Ben-Ben rushed to an oncoming beast and slashed at its legs with his sword, getting its attention. The beast swung at Ben-Ben and he dodged the attack and ran back to the opening in the stone wall. The beast followed Ben-Ben. Lucas and Pierce were watching this action. Right when the beast reached the edge of the opening right near the cliff the boys leaped high into the air they kicked the beast in the back as hard as they could and at just the right time ben ben sidestepped out of the way and watched the beast tumble down the cliffside and into the crashing waves below everyone else fighting these beasts saw what happened and were now trying to herd more of them to the opening in the courtyard wall hoping they could knock them all over the cliff into the ocean below Back inside the castle, the heroes there made a startling discovery. Tubes and some clown ninjas went downstairs, and the place was predictably dark and dingy and wet and gross. The stairway down led to a long hall and more large empty rooms. Tubes and all the ninjas were searching all around for captured mist fairies, or at least clues. One of the clown ninjas found a locked wooden door. He pulled on it as hard as he could, but it didn't budge. He planted his feet in front of the door. The clown ninja closed his eyes and took a deep breath. (sighs) He balled his fists up near his belly and began breathing deeper and faster. Suddenly, he pulled his arm back behind him and thrust it forward. His fist smashed into the door with so much power that it cracked it right in half. Half the door fell to the ground, and the other half hung from broken hinges. Inside the darkness of the room, the clown ninja saw faint blue glowing things. Without speaking, the ninja honked his clown nose and got everyone's attention. Tubes saw the faint blue glows in the room behind the wrecked door. She rushed inside. It was a small closet, and she yelled, Amelia! Amelia! hoping her friend was in here somewhere. Through the darkness, Tubes saw exhausted fairies in cages on shelves lining this small room. These fairies had so much of their magic drained from them that they barely glowed anymore. Tubes ran from cage to cage, hoping to find Amelia. Amelia, are you here? she yelled out. Get in here and get these fairies out of their cages, quickly, she yelled to the clown ninjas. They rushed into the room and pulled lock-picking gear from their packs. The locks began dropping onto the floor. Luckily, these were not magical locks and cages. Dredge knew these fairies were too weak to escape even a normal cage and lock. The clown ninjas gently picked up the ailing fairies and placed them into their packs and bags. The fairies were so happy to finally have been liberated. One mist fairy noticed Tubes' panic. There's no Amelia here. She's probably upstairs in the roof laboratory. Tubes turned to a clown ninja and said, Have your fastest ninja take these fairies to the academy right away. Professor Pilson will be able to rejuvenate them. And she ran out of the room, heading for the staircase, heading upstairs to her friend Amelia. Meanwhile, Momo and some other clown ninjas were already upstairs. They reached the very top of the castle, which was an open-air laboratory. It was a large room with many large open windows. The windows had no glass or shutters, and cold ocean air blew in from outside. There were tables filled with beakers and small flames and potions and... Amelia! She was being held in the magic glowing cage that Dredge originally trapped her in. She was surrounded by a variety of magical tools, presumably used to drain her power. Momo called out, Amelia! Amelia lifted her head from the floor of the cage and smiled at her rescuers. Then, from the other side of the room, they noticed Dredge. Now what? he growled at the clown ninjas and Momo. You've come for your fairy? Well, you're too late. Dredge lifted his huge magical staff, pointed it at Momo and the ninjas. A magic missile blasted at them and exploded the brick wall behind them. I'm too powerful for some ninjas, he yelled, walking toward the magical cage holding Amelia. You want this fairy? Go get her. And then Dredge grabbed the glowing cage and threw it out an open window and down to the courtyard below, Momo saw Dredge throw the cage off the top floor of the castle and he yelled, "'Tatiana!' as loud as he could, hoping his most nimble and acrobatic ninja could somehow save the cage from smashing into the ground below. Tatiana heard Momo's call. From the courtyard below, she looked up and saw a glowing cage shoot out of a high window. In a split second, Tatiana knew she was too far away to catch the cage she reached into her quiver and pulled out an arrow. In a flash, she shot that screaming arrow right at the cage. Tatiana was probably the best archer in the entire valley, and her arrow went right through the bars of the cage and stuck firmly between two bricks in the castle wall. The magical cage stopped falling and hung harmlessly from Tatiana's arrow. Upstairs in the laboratory of dredge, the most evil wizard around, his magical bolts shot from his staff relentlessly. Momo and the Clown Ninjas were too busy dodging the blasts to get close to Dredge. Dredge kept blasting and blasting at the heroes, so much that they had to retreat back down the stairs and regroup. Dredge then looked out below his castle, checking on the battle being waged by his beasts and the other heroes. To his surprise, he saw the ninjas and Academy Kids having some success against his beasts. Just as he peered over the castle ledge, he saw them kick another beast over the cliffside, and there were only a few of his beasts remaining. In a rage, he used his magical staff to lift the earth up near the hole in the wall that led down to the cliff. In a split second, the opening, created by the clown ninja's duck bomb, was filled with soil and stones. Now the ninjas had no good way to defeat these enormous earth beasts. Ben-Ben had another idea. "'and turned to a clown ninja next to him. "'Hit that wall over there with a duck bomb. "'We'll try and lure them away from the castle "'and give ourselves some room.' "'Ben-Ben figured they would have more success "'if they weren't walled in like they were in the castle courtyard. "'Another clown ninja tossed his only duck bomb at another wall "'and it exploded, leaving a big enough gap in the wall. "'All the heroes in the courtyard slashed and attacked at some beast "'and then ran through the opening.' hoping to lead the beasts away from the castle and get them out in the open. Dredge watched all this happen, and he was enraged that they were outsmarting him and his beasts. Dredge pointed his staff down to the ground around his castle, and waves of magic blasted from it. More and more beasts ripped themselves up from the ground all around the heroes below. First ten, then twenty... Then 30, 50, 60 more monsters were lumbering around them, swinging their massive arms. Spread out, Ben-Ben yelled, right before a giant arm smashed into him from behind and knocked him to the ground. Bulis skidded to a stop and turned around, rushing to lift Ben-Ben and pull him to safety, away from these monsters. The heroes went from nearly winning to hopelessly outnumbered in seconds. They had all underestimated Dredge's power. Dredge began laughing, a maniacal laugh, as he watched the heroes scramble away from the castle. Then, again, the ground began to rumble. The earth shook, and the heroes expected to be completely overwhelmed this time. There was no way they could survive even more beasts. But it wasn't Dredge's magic. In fact, Dredge felt the rumbling and looked confused. He peered at the ground below, wondering what it was. Suddenly, in the castle courtyard, a hole ripped right out of the ground, and little ferocious green goblins began pouring out. The goblins had tunneled under the castle. Tulsi noticed and yelled, It's Steve! The goblin horde is here! The goblins swarmed over the castle courtyard like a million ants, they began crawling all over Dredge's earth beasts, ripping them apart stone by stone. Then Chewie leaped out from the hole the goblins had created, and Steve was on his back, wielding his massive goblin hammer. Chewie ran out to the action, and Steve leaped off his back. Steve was small in stature, but when the goblin king was in battle, he was possessed and unstoppable. His eyes glowed red, and he had the strength of a hundred men. Steve swung his massive battle hammer around his head and it smashed to bits all the beasts that got in his way. It was about this time that the skies cleared. The rain broke for just a moment and the clouds parted. Sun shone on the grassy field outside the castle walls where the fighting was now. Lucas! yelled Pierce. The sun! Lucas, out of breath from dodging attacks, heard his brother and realized what this meant. He unsheathed his yellow sword, and it glowed as bright as ever. It was hot to the touch, and Lucas held it forward, pointed at a group of beasts that was following Bulis. She was slowed down, since she was now carrying Ben-Ben. Lucas channeled his energy through the sword, and lightning cracked forth loudly. White-hot bolts of lightning ripped through the earthen bodies of the beasts and they fell to the ground. One clown ninja had climbed into a tree to escape the battle. He had been wounded and could no longer fight. He called Pierce over to him and handed him five duck bombs. Pierce sped back into battle and strategically began tossing these at just the right time. He juked through the mess of fighting and noticed one beast walking with great strides. He tossed his duck bomb at his feet just as he was about to step down. The explosion tore off the beast's leg and knocked into another beast, bringing it to the ground as well where it was swarmed with goblins. Now that the goblins had joined in the fight, the heroes were back at fighting strength and they stood a chance. Meanwhile, back at the castle, Tubes, Momo, and the other ninjas were on the stairs. Momo and the ninjas had been driven back, by Dredge's magic blasts, and Momo and some other ninjas had just come up from the basement level. Now they were all together, in a group, waiting for the right time to attack Dredge. "'What's the plan, Momo?' asked Tubes. "'We gotta try and knock him out of that tower,' said Momo. "'If we can get him down below, we can spread out and attack from all sides.' "'All right, then,' said Tubes. The clown ninjas nodded, and they rushed up the stairs to face Dredge Head on. The end. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Sorry to end on a cliffhanger, but the finale will be published very soon. If you have any questions or would like to share a drawing, as always, feel free to send a message to Podcast at gmail.com. Adios.